Uh, Paul, mm. I am just imagining a fucking movie starring and based around your particular D&D character. Could you describe oh, yeah. Mint Nation for our adoring fans who maybe haven't been familiarized with the concept before? Yes, certainly. Well, Mint Nation is an idiot monk. It, uh, <laughs> he is uh, once a complete and utter uh, despicable fool, but a loving uh, yeah. genius who is uh, completely in tune with uh, the ways of his martial art, the inescapable tick casino. Yep. And <laughs> it gives me the player the opportunity to not pay attention to um, any of the stories <laughs> you crafted and just to throw myself through a window or into an enemy's face um, whenever <laughs> I thought things needed to be moved yep. along. He spent most of the adventure completely naked. Um, yep. Or at least almost. He, could, for the first bunch of adventures, didn't know how stairs worked and so would just fall down them whenever he encountered them. Because I had slow fall, so we made that. Uh, yes, that was it. You would just use that instead of climbing any stairs or ladders. You mm-hmm. never got, you never put anything into spot because we were playing three point five rules, so there were different scores for spot and listen rather than just um, yeah. perception. Uh, and so you put all your points into listen, so he would listen to things like, um, you know, blood in a room or um... somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody approaching or yeah, blood in a room or yeah, a flying bat. He was just a wonderful thing. He was very much a thing. As as time was... went on, he became more of a... Um, god. A god, yeah. <laughs> slash a, raw animal. Raw animal. Yeah. I mean, come, come the end, he could he could um, slip between dimensions at the click of a finger. Or fingers, if you will. Yeah. Um, he could... Not for him, though. No. Just a single finger. He'd click, he'd click one finger and he'd be gone. Um, I think in our last, uh, we did a, you did a Christmas special for us, yeah. and uh, I slipped inside an orc and exploded him. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's very much know. like Groot, you know, just doing these horrific, unimaginably horrible things, with just a smile on his face and a, and a dance. He used to dance a tremendous amount. I can't remember what that was about. I think you just put a lot of money into, uh, a lot of money, a lot of uh, points into like dance. <laughs> Sank a lot of money into this. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they got to a point where he was, basically maxed out in jumping climbing <laughs> fighting he started uh, jumping. brawling no not brawling grappling and then i thought well dance is the next logical step for that um <laughs> i danced my way into people's hearts and then i burst out of their chests and can we just hear a little snippet of mint nation's voice <laughs> I spent i spent the weekend doing a french and english one um, <laughs> an english, one? english one not just... <laughs> do you know how hard it is to to reconstruct the character paul goodman on a daily basis um <laughs> God, uh, Struth, I'm know. not doing this much longer. <laughs> I was going for Australian, ended up at Michael Caine. It's tricky. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, um, definitely. I don't know much. All I know is that uh, all I know is that I like punching people's heads through and waving at my friends on the other side. <laughs> Yay! Hey, Forrest. He did. <laughs> Yay, kids! <laughs> kids, check out this lovable character you can own now. <laughs> Get your Mint Nation plushies on the OGT Patreon. You can't, seriously, guys. makes a perception test before entering a cinema. Oh, I didn't write something here. Um, I'm Paul. Would you mind? 
I'm uh, I'm Paul Salt. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Shit. <laughs> Is that your... <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> that's Paul Goodman's intro. Um, it is still oh. Recommendations Month, and we are joined by yet another baby bearder. Introduce everything done. about yourself, including some key stats. Oh my goodness, my name is Chris Bond. Uh, the way I started prepping that sounded like I was about to freestyle rap. Yes. That's not what I do at all. <laughs> my name is Chris Bond, and I'm here to say. <laughs> I am from the other side of the pond. Oof. Oh, um, ooh. Uh, what? I am one of the baby beards. I'm the editor and the quiet one and the nerdy one. And since we're all nerds, uh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to imagine that there's still a hierarchy within the nerd universe and that the other three just bully you relentlessly. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's that's right. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> but in a Look, really he's the tallest way. one, Paul. You don't know this, but he, he's, he's fairly tall. Oh, and in my In my experience, that means that he's the jock. Oh, that's, no. that's absolutely right. <laughs> but still a nerd, so hey guys, look at these Romulans over here. <laughs> oh. Bunch of clogs. I think I'm the only one who doesn't watch Star Trek out of the baby. Oh, shit. So I guess that's in my favour. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. throw a football around. Yeah. Yeah, God. Look at these muscles. Look, I'm gonna send Whoa. you I'm Whoa. gonna send you my lunch money. Um you'll get it in a few weeks. Good, he's showing me his muscles, Paul. I can't handle this. <laughs> Please. There's this one. And there's this one. Oh, actually, I've got a third one here. Hold on. <laughs> oh! uh, this week you have brought along Breck Eisner's Vin Diesel's The Last Witch Hunter. Your immortality has made you the greatest soldier of the Axon Cross in a war between our world and the next. I've waited my entire life for the opportunity to help you. Well, now's your chance. <laughs> No, I want to raise. Vin Diesel's. <laughs> Vin Diesel, very nice. It's a 2015 fantasy action film based mainly on the exploits of his dunge- of Vin Diesel's Dungeons and Dragons character. Mm, Melkor, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Melkor. Oh, Has it tattooed okay. on his arm or something? Huh? The film was a critical miss. Oh, nice. I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, Katie Walsh at the Tribune News Service said, Like that other Witch Hunter movie... Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. This is a film that is completely Looney Tunes and only half knows it. I don't remember how serious um, Hansel and Gretel was. (laughs) How sincere it was. You baby bearders with your witch hunting. What have you got against witches? We're obsessed with the gothic. (laughs) South South Australia does lend itself to (laughs) the gothic. The gothic? It's because we're all all darkly sad people. Ellen and I. Uh, 35 (laughs) degrees here. Yeah. The, Very dark. The that Australian lends a lot of introspection. <laughs> uh, the public received the movie like a Natch 20 groin kick. Uh, oh, except this I guy. Get it. it's, one, it's one of those ones where I come up with a thing to say they didn't like it, and then I just quote a guy who did like it. I love those. I'm so inconsistent. <laughs> uh, Gimomod5 Amazon said, Watched as an R, why not? I can't be bothered with the others type option. Good idea? Absolutely. There's something <laughs> almost cult about it. The witches are as described often in books rather than Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that Hollywood solidity towards that thing that's been described before. Uh, it's done like it's always been done. <laughs> that's a good thing. Wow! <laughs> Call me placated. 
Oh, this isn't Hollywood's version of fantasy. It's the fantasy you grew up with. <laughs> it's from the one your you mom. just know. <laughs> it's not the one you know from Hollywood or Liddywood. It's the one you know from elsewhere. <laughs> They're ugly, rotten, beautiful, and wonderful at the same time. The story oh. holds itself, yet it isn't remotely believable in a good way. <laughs> I was after a wow. light-hearted film to pass an hour or two. I almost got that. Easy, <laughs> almost got a different film, but instead found myself engrossed. <laughs> In a well-made, well-acted film, I hate it when that happens, about no. something I wouldn't usually care for. And Trent Diesel in his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think people who love the Twilight Saga, mixed with a bit of Pitch Black, presumably the bit shaped exactly like Vin Diesel, and a bit of Harry Potter, with a sprinkling of originality, just a sprinkling, mind you, might like this. My God, what a roller coaster! <laughs> I like how the story holds itself, yeah. as if it's, you know... Just, I, just cradling itself or masturbating quietly like in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> I hate a story that has no self-love. I also like how he describes the witches as four things. <laughs> Good. That's, that's yeah. all you need, really. I mean, the rule of three was put there to limit us. That's it was right. enforced by health and safety Nazis. And uh, I'm not putting up with it anymore. He's the first person to understand rules are there to be broken. That's right. It's truly true innovation right here. Yeah. <laughs> Not like you get in Hollywood. <laughs> oh god! Nevertheless, the film has seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, thirty-four on Metacritic, and was a disappointment at the box office. In spite of all that, in spite of what Guadamod <laughs> said. Now we have a few foremen and threemen. Oh, um, ooh! Diesel Ramos is SWAT officer in Suicide Squad. That's the character <laughs> name. A soldier in Bats v Soups. NYC passerby in Fant Forstick. And is an airline passenger in this. We will see Diesel Ramos again. He is in every movie in the last 10 years. So is he the the best paid extra of all time? He, he actually pulls in as much as Adam Sandler does in a year. <laughs> it's all a scheme on his part. Um, a, sim- a similar kind of dude is Mark Falvo, who was a firefighter in Suicide Squad. A reporter in Bats v Soups. Uh, I think it was just a Men in Black, a Man in Black in Men in Black International. Yeah. And here he plays one of the pastry kitchen employees putting the bugs in the in the cakes. That name does ring a bell, so yeah, it must yeah. have been Men in Black. That's that's just about within the scope of my memory. Mm. <laughs> we fe- we did, found it, guys. <laughs> did Men in Black Men in Black came after this, so clearly yep. it's a step up. He's he's moved from pastry chef to to Man in Black. That's a yeah, yeah fuck yeah promotion. Maybe he was the whole Pretty time. Good. Oh my god. Ooh, <laughs> this film has layers now. <laughs> nah, uh, an actual character in the movie is played by Rena Owen, who was Nia Alavar in Star Wars Episode Three. I don't know who that is. I looked at a picture of her. She's just Tom an Pumbledum. old lady in a robe. Oh, yeah. But she voices right, Torn Way in Episode Two. She was one of the tall Spielberg aliens who make the clone army. Um, and here she plays Glazer, the head of that witch council thing. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. The, same, the thing that seems to have lots of lore behind it, but none of it in the film. <laughs> yeah, none of which comes up again. Nerds. <laughs> the Council of Elrond, except nothing comes of it. <laughs> um, so where was she for episode one? What was she, was she beating down George I know, Lucas's right? door? I was like, George, <laughs> baby, you've got to give me a chance. I saw your Jar Jar Binks movie. I've got to be in the next one. <laughs> After Peter Serafinovich went, no, I don't actually, I don't want to be in the next one. You can't make me. For some <laughs> Rita reason, Rita Owen, you are the voice of Darth Maul now. Oh God. 
Um, I've got one last one for you. Valiant Michael. What? Mm. <laughs> yes. What? He, he played Agent Bartoni in Suicide Squad. I don't know who that is. Agent Bartoni. Gotham police captain in Bats v. Soups. Police captain, no less. Oh, yeah. Mm. And in this, he's just a bodyguard. Uh, but a bit of trivia about Valiant Michael. Oh, yeah. He likes to collect first edition books from the 19th and early 20th century, antique weapons, and wooden carved cats. As opposed to wooden uh-huh. uncarved cats. He sounds exactly the sort of person who would uh, be for this film. Yeah. <laughs> Should have made him the hero. Yeah. <laughs> but what, there's nothing heroic about Valiant Michael. <laughs> I actually thought you were talking about Michael Caine when you said Valiant Michael. <laughs> I went, oh, hey. okay. He definitely is. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, Chris, you witch prison. Yes, that's me. <laughs> What's one thing about the last witch hunter? That made you want to cling to your pathetic life. By which I mean, why have you suggested this to us? So I was. this was uh, brought to me by a bunch of friends when I was living out in country South Australia. And they yeah. said, this is a bad movie, let's watch it. And uh-huh. I went, cool, bad movies. I know a podcast about bad <laughs> movies and finding positive things. Uh, and and proceeded to put it on. And uh, they, they all fucking loved it because they were all, uh, as it turns out, like quite zealous Christians. It's all the Judeo-Christian the mythos crusader stuff that's in it. They were like, yeah, fuck up witches. And I'm like, oh, this <laughs> wow. is opening my eyes to wow. something mad. Make Salem <laughs> great again. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, wow. And I was like, mm, okay, I think I might need to get the fuck out of here before I get lynched or something. Um, no. Uh, and that's how I left they, the country. Uh, they um they put this movie on and about five minutes into it I accurately surmised the entire plot yeah <laughs> like just just ahead I was like that guy that that's happening that's happening I was like as it unfolded I was like this is a good good bad film that that Ooh. one good thing need to know about and now we do and now more more people know about it <laughs> I've and sinned clearly you're spreading, you're spreading the word of Vin Diesel uh, I am <laughs> in accordance to your evangelist friends fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Well, perhaps you could tell me about some of the stuff that happens in Vin Diesel's The Last Witch Hunter. So Vinny Boy is a is a he's an old man. He's from what is he? It's like the the Ooh, 18, old times. Uh, like what? Well, from the fucking dark ages. Fucking dark ages or whatnot. He's fucking a Viking of some sort. It's definitely old timey times, and there's a guy there doing the fantasy accent. So yeah. it's a <laughs> while ago. I swear to you, every single mother, daughter. Father and son, taken from us by the Black Plague, will be avenged. And he goes off to, to fight some with his band of brothers, his, his old mates. Oh, yeah. He goes off to fight a uh, a, a witch in a tree. Because that's yeah. where witches live, <laughs> in trees. In a tree. He's got an old um, hmm? mentor type dude with him. Um, who says, that's right, he does. What, what are they called again? Cantors or Cantons? Something. Eric Cantonars. Uh, Eric Cantonar. They're called the Cantonars. Um, and Eric Cantona says, remember, the witch will not truly perish until her heart beats its last. Ah, like everything. That's right. <laughs> She'll not be dead until she dies. Until all functioning <laughs> organs cease functioning. That is until, death. <laughs> until, yeah, until the heart stops, ceases pumping blood to the brain. <laughs> until we detect a complete lack of brain activity, she shall not truly die. <laughs> yes, you are sage. <laughs> truly wise. <laughs> We thought it was until she just closed her eyes, but then we were always surprised when people woke up in the morning. It was awful. (laughs) So Vin Diesel doesn't have object permanence. (laughs) Oh, God. He's like a small child. (laughs) (laughs) 
so uh, he he goes and fights this witch, uh, yep. and uh, he he manages to to beat her. But the witch gives a gives him a eternal life, which is a curse apparently. What a curse! That's awful. That's a bad thing to have happen. He stabs her in the heart, which means that yeah. she will truly perish in a bit because she does have time to curse him one last time. Also, he didn't actually get her heart, which is great. Yeah. So he's going to live forever, yeah. all the way into Fast and Furious times. <laughs> Till he races from racing horses to racing cars. Yeah. Hopefully soon he'll race spaceships or something. Really Wouldn't that want... be great? A Fast and the Furious movie about spaceships being raced in space. If they if they now pick up on the whole mythos of The Last Witch Hunter and make Melkor or Calder or whatever he is in the movie... Just him in Fast and Furious 8? That would be amazing. <laughs> Spacey Boogaloo. I, I can, someone in charge of one of these big franchises, and I'm pretty sure it was Fast and Furious, came out and said, look, there's nothing that says the next one couldn't be in space. <laughs> really? No, th- <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, they should. That's I think a, they it's should. It's a gold idea. <laughs> I think put Jason Statham in space is what we're all waiting just, for. Just make, uh, what do you call them? Uh the uh, sea fuckers, you know, um, the things that ride on water. Um, I thought you meant sea shepherd. No. <laughs> the little, little, uh, but put them in space. You know, the yeah. things that people ride on the, the waves with. Jet skis. Jet skis. Sea fuckers is what I sea call fuckers, them. Yeah. But I know that doesn't translate. <laughs> yep. But put them in space and just have them fucking flying around the moon and whatnot. Well, That's how you race in space. It's better than just watching them drive around on the road all the time and they're road fuckers. Boring. <laughs> I know, right? Well, Diesel does some new age witch hunting involving needles and water. It's all very homeopathic. Um, she <laughs> finds he, he finds a witch who's doing some uh, accidental weather manipulation. So he mansplains witchcraft, saves the day, and then gets laid because he's great. It's all about confidence, mate. <laughs> we could we could learn a thing or two from this. <laughs> oh God! Vin the game Diesel. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then a big Icelandic witch man comes in. Oh no! Oh shit! Because uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they've got they haven't got much going for them. They've no. It's it's really all about, you know, yeah, the destruction. It is, but, lu- but luckily we do have some good guys. We've got Michael fucking Kane who does some fantasy oh. narration, which does beat the fantasy narration of Sean Bean, oh. even if it is making me think of the Prestige and how much I like the Prestige. Witches live among us in secret. Their magic passed down from an ancient race. Diluted, half-forgotten, but dangerously powerful. After centuries of conflict, a truce was forged. Witches would be allowed to live and govern themselves if they followed one strict rule. That magic never be used against humans. It it is making me wonder why they had to do this at all. I don't just mean the film. (laughs) In this case. Yeah. Well, like, he, well, he comes in and he says, I'll handle my duties to the axe and cross differently. Not by shagging stewardesses or wrecking shit, but by writing down all the times that Finn does that. <laughs> it is quite the compendium of filth. <laughs> what an enabler. Um, and then I guess we're introduced to Elijah Wood at this point. He was definitely not the bad guy. Yeah, definitely not. Nah. Um, you know what? I genuinely didn't get that. <laughs> I did get that for some reason they were doing a lack of the usual dynamic. But I didn't know that was because he was going to be a minor inconvenience later on. <laughs> but Kane, Kane does get to say a couple of things to Diesel before he disappears for most of the movie for his other day of shooting that came at the end of the schedule. Um, he wants to retire because he he swore that he would face death with Vin Diesel, but didn't mean that he would face death with Vin Diesel. So he's out. Mm. And um, he tells him that you shouldn't just be going around fucking stewardesses. And he's like, 
What do you know about stewardesses? I fucked many stewardesses as a younger man. But in my day, they were called the totty of the sky. <laughs> they couldn't resist my <laughs> unyielding charm. <laughs> I got them by playing into their insecurity. And their resulting deafness from being around me. <laughs> Have says- you heard of negging? <laughs> I invented it in the air. <laughs> I called it Michael Canaan. <laughs> I thought the name would catch on. Um, <laughs> he says to Elijah Wood, I've got to get the most out of the impressions of Michael Caine before he disappears from the movie. Yeah. He says, um, watch out for him. You mean witch out for him? Enough of that! <laughs> if you carry on Sorry like bollocks. that, I'll smash your face in with a jar of chat <laughs> that I'll keep in my desk. Watch out for that guy who's going to live with you for the rest of his life. Yeah, for the rest of your he's, life. He's, not, he's really soft, <laughs> so don't trust him. <laughs> he's small, but he's got the eyes of a shrew. <laughs> so, you know, just think Never trust it. a shrew. <laughs> I've told, I'm telling it to you. <laughs> God, I hate it when he thinks he's rhyming. I don't get it. Why? Why he doesn't? <laughs> Yeah, Elijah Wood gets paired up with Vin Diesel in order to become his new Michael Caine. Because we all know that's the direction Elijah Wood is going in. Um, he moulded molded for it since the faculty. Moulded by, by destiny. Josh Hartnett. And he says, um, okay, I got your new identity credit cards. Do you want to fucking keep it down a bit, mate? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so it must be great being immortal. <laughs> Tell me about it. So... They go and visit a 14th level warlock. He's got 62 hit points and a f- plus four wisdom modifier, it's, which they do explain to us. It's great. <laughs> it comes up in Tarantino-esque captions. Brown, brown, brown. Fuck, my, my notes just become focused on jokes here. I really don't know what happens. He goes and sees a pastry chef who's sewing bad dreams into his pastry or something. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Wood, Woody's there from This Is England. <laughs> Play, <laughs> playing pretty much the, the identical role that he does much better in Preacher. I don't know if you've seen it, ladies and gentlemen at home, but you probably should. <laughs> probably should. Probably should see that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we get told... Oh, no, he goes to, like, a ditch nearby where he sees a little <laughs> girl playing with something. <laughs> That's right, he does. <laughs> and, he just, and he just says to her, didn't your mother ever teach you not to eat candy from trees? Is that is that a joke? Or is that honestly <laughs> a line they've written? Because I can't anyway, tell. Never mind. Who are you? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I think it was a weird moment where Vin was given the opportunity to improvise and uh, they instantly regret it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We will write a script after all. <laughs> what, he Do you captures... want to reshoot the scene? I think... Mm, no, no, just cut. <laughs> just after that, he captures an Irish man who looks familiar. That's Woody. Oh, that's Woody. Okay, great. From This Is England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. So he captures yeah. him. They bring him back to the witch coven, where they're going to go to a secret meeting. And Elijah Wood just says, so, you're going to come into this secret meeting? No. Oh, okay. You'll, you'll be off then. Yeah, sure. Okay. Bye then. Yep. I'm <laughs> out I go. I'm out of here. Okay. Seems like you're still hanging around it. for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I might make a phone call, use the bathroom, you know. All right. Just... Well, I guess bye for a while then. Yep. <laughs> I'll just leave the door open, shall I? <laughs> Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Might as well. Elijah Wood looking over his shoulder while he leads Woody down into the, <laughs> the clusters. Just I mean, you're just of... standing there. <laughs> yep. 
All right. Okay. (laughs) I'll see you soon. Sooner than I think. Sooner than maybe we can all think. Isn't that right, Mr. (laughs) Diesel? Maybe. Mm -hmm. God damn it. (laughs) For the rest, if you look carefully, you just see him like teeking around the corner for the rest of that scene. (laughs) That that the rest of that scene, which lasts for about three seconds, and then yeah, yeah, here he is. Now they've got to go poke Michael Caine's body for a while. Well, he does make yeah. it. Yeah, he makes a surprise entrance and accomplishes very little because wow. the meeting goes as it was going to. They go to Michael Caine's body and finds out that he was trying to relay a secret message from beyond the grave. Ooh, if this means that, then that means this, and then, and then if we do that. Okay, okay. Yes, he was saying to use magic to solve the mystery. So, <laughs> let's let's do that. Vin, I tell I tell you what, we're gonna need to get Vin Diesel to solve this. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> no one ever. <laughs> you know what? You know what we're going to do? <laughs> it's a crazy, crazy move. But uh, you know that immortal guy who's around with <laughs> the flaming sword? Yeah, yeah, him. him. He, he should do it. <laughs> the one who killed... The one, the one who wants witches. The one they, you know the one they called a witch hunter? And whose organisation now is totally based around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all well, we uh, do is supervise him. <laughs> or twelve... Or 40 million of us. <laughs> I'm going to stop you there, Michael. Uh, I think I know what to do next. <laughs> but do you, though? <laughs> <sighs> did did anyone read the script? <laughs> there was a, oh, there were. Script? 350 million a week. <laughs> he goes and visits Egret from uh, the Game of Thrones. Who's yeah, not? Yeah. Who's, yeah, and she's, she is going to do a memory spell because basically Michael Caine told him to go look at his death again. Uh, when he at the beginning of the movie, go watch the prologue again because you weren't paying attention. I could tell you're still on your phone. Go back and watch because because the beard and hair, we really think it's going to withstand <laughs> the second viewing. It was it was looking pretty good, Needs but I think scrutiny. people should just get a chance to yeah, just a, t- a tad more scrutiny if you will. Costume yeah. spent a lot of time and a lot of energy, <laughs> and so did design. Trying to put facial and head hair onto Vin Diesel, something that's never been tried before. <laughs> So, they were mad for trying it, they said. <laughs> well, look at me now, mum. natural charm, his perfectly uh, <laughs> spherical head. So they say to him, Egret uh, says to him, look, if you die in the memory, then you'll die in real the real world too, which I guess checks out. Like, if you had a memory where you died in it, you're probably still dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Hang on a tick. Is this time travel then, or...? <laughs> is it can i change I stuff no you can no. just get yourself killed <laughs> great <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> he um he wakes up from this dream having learnt nothing nothing at all because iceland when... the man is here yeah. <laughs> yes iceland the man shows up and has chained him to the floor and he's like oh, i'm gonna attack you then oh i'm chained to the floor all right i'll run away oh <laughs> oh i hate being chained to the floor it's my least favorite thing you know what? It's really getting in the way right now. <laughs> I don't know if you need. Not being chained to the floor. <laughs> so but you are, he says. Says Iceland, the man. What are you going to do about it? Uh, <laughs> two seconds later, he's free, and they fight, and they burn down Egret, not Egret's um, whole <laughs> life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your whole life, which really pisses off Egret. You really are the monster yeah. they say you are. Getting all chained and beat up, and just <laughs> allowing my bar to get destroyed, and not being amazing at stopping that. Fuck you. And 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 then Vin Diesel goes, yeah, probably. Uh, what? <laughs> Who's read the script? 
Anyway, they go off to find um, the the cure to Michael Caine's not death disease. Yes, and, and they uh, find that woman, the witch coven, in a beauty show, I think. And she does Inception on Vin Diesel for a bit until yep. he remembers some logs that he used to love. And <laughs> then Egret shows up and snaps him out of it. And yeah. he, ki- he kills all the fashion people and makes the <laughs> main fashion lady old and therefore horrible. <laughs> this sounds like a quiz show where you've got to guess like the vague plot of a film. It sounds like I'm making this shit up. <laughs> Do you remember... Um, do you remember one time, um, I think it was TV in space, when, oh, that one was, was a bit hard to follow. But <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do actually love it. Don't let, don't let that no. sound like I don't love this. Honestly, it sounds like the fir- when I was, it sounds like the first time I described a and d scene or a D&D story. <laughs> uh, I was eight at the time. <laughs> it's, fan- it's appropriate. It's only when you do this that you realize whole chunks of the movie didn't need to be there. Because I don't know oh, what yeah. they oh, got yeah. out of the mu- the going to see the fashion chick thing accomplished at all. So, oh god, nothing. I think well, when I think when the Wikipedia page says another memory spell, yeah, someone's fucked up, and it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not Inception. There's a problem. What well, what's the it's bit another where... memory spell? Come what's... with me, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see a world of pure imagination. So. <laughs> What's oh no! It established that um, thingy was a dreamwalker. Oh yes, oh, yes. okay. So they so go to there do we go. that with her, and he says to her, yeah. "It'll help to bond if you come up with one word that you associate with me." What's the word? I honestly don't know. How do I? I want to say bald. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't say that. That's mean. <laughs> I like the idea that that's. Having spent, like, several nights with him, that's all she'd know about him. <laughs> Somehow that's part of your character, I feel. <laughs> oh, God. Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Have <laughs> a well, usual suspect sort of Vin, and then looking around at various bits of the room. <laughs> Diesel. She's like a she can of Vin. Diesel petrol. <laughs> yes. So they go. They uh, they learn from this particular dream walking that they kept the witch heart, the witch's oh, no. heart, and so shit. They decide to go beat up Elijah Wood because they've run out of ideas. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck all else left to do. He was a character we introduced. We've got to pay him off somehow. Yeah, yeah. we've got to do something with him. Come on, we've paid him for the week. So <laughs> they go see him, and they he says, "No, I swore to keep it secret to keep it safe." <laughs> <laughs> Just tell us what it was. Oh. oh, all right. The witch's heart is still around. Yeah, we know. Oh, well, I don't have anything else. <laughs> Fine. Is that what you're good for? Look, who who was in the groundbreaking fantasy trilogy <laughs> of the century and who wasn't? Raise your hands. <laughs> Vin Diesel does put his hand. <laughs> yeah. No, Egret, you can't do that. Egret half puts it up. Like what? Well, I mean, <laughs> kinda. I guess. I guess we all have. <laughs> <laughs> With a good ending. Okay, okay. And she puts her hand back down. So, yeah. <laughs> Egret. Egret. I had a good ending. Yeah, I bet you did. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, whoa! Oh, men. God, I hate them. So, I don't know. The, the final sequence happens. I have so few notes on this, but in a part of it, they go to fight the main witch, right? Yeah. They, they fight. Well, actually, there's a bit, uh, what I thought was the third act, but it was the end of the second act, where yeah. Vin D- D&D Diesel is fighting the witch, and he goes to kill her, and then she takes his immortality away. No! Truly, he is relieved. <laughs> is that just of after that... he kills Iceland? 
Yes, it is. Easily. Right, which wakes up Michael Caine, so he can be in it for a bit more. Yeah, um, that's right. It's near a big tree. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen near trees. Symbolic. They're the opposite of vampires. You just can't get them out of the tree. Like, come right. on, come on! I made you a ham. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I don't want it. It's really nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me my tree alone. <laughs> I'm so- happy here. So he goes and fights her again, essentially. And at yeah, a crucial point, um, Elijah Wood comes out holding a gun to Egret's head. Those witches you rescued me from when I was a kid, they didn't kill my parents. They were my parents. But sadly, I was born without magic. Oh, witch. Yep. Hey, remember what I said earlier about passports? No, no, no. The other conversation <laughs> we had. Oh, Ew. your parents. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't actually get killed in a fire by witches. They... Well, no, they did, but the witches were actually my parents. They yeah. died in a fire. No, no, no. They tried to set fire <laughs> to me, but then you stopped them, presumably thinking that my parents were already dead and that they had done it. So you did like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, you're welcome. No, no, no. I'm actually pissed about it. What? Yeah, Re- really angry. Yeah, I'm actually angry about it. Well, I-, I saved you from your witch parents. Look, I appreciate it's easy for outsiders to form a very reductive opinion of witch parenting, but... If you'll just get out of your cultural bubble for five minutes, I think I think look, I saved you. Well, I know look, you this, do. This, but look. <laughs> this twist needs to be complicated so we can keep the main character's morality clean. Yes. Well, look. Anyway, blam, 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 and he just shoots Vin Diesel. Yeah. Oh no! If only I was still um, cursed with immortality. Um, and then, and then he, uh, he, he goes away because uh, basically we're all still scratching our heads from that twist, and they just cut to the next bit and. Um, um, I think Egret is is doing some dream walking. She's dream yeah. walking like a champ. And uh, Elijah Wood <laughs> says to the queen, oh, "My queen, I've served you. You'll give me the powers, right?" <laughs> no, <laughs> dick. Oh, look, you, you little fucking puss. idiot. <laughs> what do you think powers are? Some sort of ring you're just gonna slip on your finger and just have an adventure? <laughs> no, idiot. I did You're born that. with them. <laughs> oh, this is Harry Potter rules, not fucking. <laughs> The bloodline, yeah. bitch. <laughs> so they fuck. I, I guess this could be summarized as they fuck around for a bit, and then Vin Diesel stabs the witch with a sword shape like a cock, and it's over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they piss around and then they don't. Oh no, Vin Diesel's dead. Oh no, he's actually not. The end. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Egret says, "Think of all the great times we've had in the last um, hour and forty-five minutes. Don't you want more of that? Doesn't that justify being alive again, Vin?" Vin? Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> this is me acting. <laughs> Are you sure you, you look asleep? No, no. This is this is acting. This is my acting. Remember when Michael Caine mm. died and you got drugged in a nightclub? You can't give up all that. <laughs> sure that time oh, that I went, I hate you, and you went, yeah. <laughs> oh, remember, Jesus. remember all that lore that we kind of hinted at and gave just <laughs> enough detail for it to be tantalising but didn't go any further? Yeah. Yeah, All of that. that to be explored. <laughs> we could we could go and explore that now off camera. Yeah. Paul, that line just made me think of like a Han Solo Leia situation where Egret's just like, I hate you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do. So we'll start with Chris. We'll start with Chris. Um, did it live up to your fond Australian countryside memories? Honestly, this movie is so delightfully <laughs> it's like everything about it is so bad but there are <laughs> hints at what seem like really strong moments 
Right. Like, the costuming isn't yep. bad. Yep, pretty good production design. There were a couple of moments yeah. where I really liked Vin Diesel's whole coat look. His I liked his coat. Haute couture. <laughs> There's like a, there, there is a movie somewhere here. I just yes. don't know where it is or where it went. And uh, yeah, I just, I just want it back. I think it would be interesting <laughs> to, yeah. to see that movie, to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you mean because there were lines, so many lines between Egret and Vin Diesel. I'm not going to know their names. Uh, they, <laughs> um, they would say something like, just remember the bond we had or something similar. Um, or they'd, they'd go, yeah. Or they just say something even trivial, like, you've got to hold on. And and you, you just wonder, I wonder what scene they had where they felt like they could say meaningful things to each other. <laughs> um, and it, and yeah. it actually means something. Character so I want to see it. was the weak point here, I would say. The world I was interested in and some of the action yeah. I really liked. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, I would say that it, it gets let down and then doesn't get up again by um, <laughs> the fact that it has fairly weak performances yes it's 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 a breezy (laughs) except for the last 20 minutes i'd say it was a breezy watch i was i was fairly happy to go along with the ride because whatever basically yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then and then when it got to the the false third act with vin diesel fighting the queen and actually just having to fight her again yeah i did go okay i don't have to take notes anymore because (laughs) <laughs> nothing, there's nothing else is going to happen mm. that's going to be that's I'm going to need to dissect. I get the um, idea. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. All right. All right. I get it. <laughs> right, Are movie. you sure? I see what you've done. Um, I will say that Mr. Iceland was a better antagonist than Witch Lady, who yeah, yes. Like we've had a, quite a few witch antagonists lately. We've had the Famke Jansen from the yep. Witch Hunters. We've had um, who was uh, Mila Jovovich? The Mila Jovovich. Yep, and I would say this is the weaker of the witch, the witch bad guys. Yeah, but I'd say I disliked this movie less than both of those movies. Oh yeah, yeah, I I liked it a fair yeah. bit. I was fairly entertained whilst watching it, and surprisingly, yeah. in spite of the fact that it's not a good performance, I did find myself more endeared to um, what's his name, to Vin Diesel, than I have done for the last, let's say, five Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. He's a difficult one because it's 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 interesting that they're that he's in the same film as Michael Caine because they have a very similar um, <laughs> approach to acting. They have a very yeah. similar accent, yeah, and uh, views on um, British sovereignty. But also, <laughs> also in their approach um, is in that it's just it's just Vin Diesel playing Vin Diesel in the film Vin Diesel, and it's Michael <laughs> Caine playing a scientist, playing a linguist, playing whatever. Mm. And, I'm an um, architect now. That's a very very challenging role for me, Michael Caine. (laughs) Bloody hell, what an ass. Um, Look at the columns on that. (laughs) I said that because I noticed the building had columns. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Yeah, so it is that. And I do, it's a very weird relationship I have with Vin Diesel, but it's still, yeah, it's breezy. I still watch it and go, I mean, you're just, you're just you, but... It's not offending me. Yeah. Does anyone else want Vin Diesel like, like a like a child who has struggled at sports for a long time, like, and <laughs> they're they're almost there. Does anyone have a weird like, I want you to succeed thing for oh. Vin Diesel because I I want him to do well. I like. Yeah. I feel like a little cheerleader being like, come on, Vinny, 
Come on, mate. You, you just get across the line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wait, no. Just try, once. try acting for once, maybe, mate. But you're almost there. The other day, the first Triple X was on, and I caught a bit of it. And I haven't watched that movie mm. since I was... I, I remember seeing Three. it when I was about 15 or so. And yeah, yeah liking it a fair amount at the time. Yeah. With its mm. extreme sports. <laughs> but um, which you know I'm all about, and <laughs> Triple yes. X life. That's what we know you for. <laughs> if, I, I keep forgetting that he used to act, like that he used to put in performances and have mm. emotions oh. in things because he really does. I don't know if he maybe he doesn't like them, the Fast and Furious emotions. movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> emotions. <laughs> maybe it's too challenging for him. <laughs> but maybe he Scary. doesn't like the Fast and Furious. And he just shows up for the paycheck because. He really doesn't try in those anymore. I mean, that whole well, last I... movie was meant to be about his, like, poisonous relationship with Charlize Theron. But it wasn't. Mm. <laughs> I know he has uh, conflicts with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson all the time. Yes. So I wonder if co- going to set is a trial for him now. Maybe. Mm. Maybe he hates it And this it is now. like a li- his little passion project that he can kind of... I know passion and Vin Diesel are hard <laughs> words to kind of put together. But um, well, I'm, I'm sure he um, yeah, had fun on this. You know what? That's a very interesting point because the arrival of Dwayne The Rock Johnson marks two things. One, the movies get better and two, uh, for the most part, and two, Vin Diesel gets worse. So maybe that's it. Maybe he did come along and bring a certain quality to the movies and it just pissed Vin Diesel off and he got worse. And this was a chance yeah, to do something away from him. Well, you ask Vin Diesel what his favourite film is, he says Hobbs and Shaw. He's like, yep, yeah, fucking love that. Mm. <laughs> Makes me feel great. Yeah. <laughs> I just he just seems like a a decent guy, you know. Yeah. He his, his one of his biggest roles in the last ten years has been Groot, and yeah, the fact that he's Groot. he's cool with doing that, it's just <laughs> you just you just you can't help but like that. And the fact that this is because he made this film or he inspired somebody to write a screenplay for this film because he is obsessed with D and D, it's hard not to like him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because we it. all we all play we all role play here, and you know it's yeah, it, you got you got a you got something massive in common there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I think that does make it. I mean, it's you could call it an ego project, I guess, because of um, mm. you know it it being based entirely around this sort of fantasy of his, and he plays this charming motherfucker who you know seduces seduces a woman at the beginning and then not doesn't again. But mm. um, no, no there's something it. more endearing about it than that. I'm trying to think of a. Yeah. It's not a you know, not to you know us and them the whole situation, but it's not like a jock who's like I want to be James Bond. It's you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's something he, charming about this. He's not constantly winning. I think is like That's the true. thing in this film. Yeah, that he, helps. Uh, yeah, he he is. Yes, he's blessed with immortality, and yes, he 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 um, gets the lady at the start. But uh, there are quite a number of like the film goes on for quite a while. That, mm. or at least it feels like it does. That. Um, <laughs> That he's he's never just like the first person into the scene that kind of figures things out. He does need to be helped by people. He yeah. does like is quite happy playing playing the fool in some scenes. Yeah, hmm. I think we've gotten to the bottom of why this movie is actually quite likable. Shall we go ahead and quickfire about it? Yeah. All right. Quickfire. Cool. Uh, Chris, you want to start? Yeah, I quite like the uh, the design of a lot of the spaces in this film. Mm. Um, I think they take advantage of like urban, uh, like the kind of gothic urban scenes, mm. 
uh, and then the, the spaces that are like deliberately quite affluent, quite money, the the, yeah. the affluent party, the dive bar, um, the kind mm. of like underground kind of council of those those witches, like all, all of these spaces feel um, like quite well designed. Um, cool. There aren't like lazy spaces, mm. and the same goes for the historical mm. setting as well. I mm. I really enjoyed that. I can make this my my first good thing. Mm. Oh. This might be an attention and an eyesight thing, but I didn't realize that it was Vin Diesel in the beard and hair at the beginning. And um, I, I had a moment where I was like, "Wait, is that?" Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I thought, oh, "Yeah, this guy looks pretty rad with his beard and his hair." And yeah. now when <laughs> he looks kind of shit in the beard and hair, and I went, oh, "Well, that's not Vin Diesel." Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and but but then I, but it got me. I thought it was great, and the you know the the look and feel, the costumes, mm. the the bleak you, you only assume it's filmed in scotland mm. um at setting yeah it did, it did. <laughs> bleak yeah. enough to be scotland setting <laughs> yeah i believe that that was at least glasgow <laughs> at the very least oh christ agreed okay um yes i will say i had a really cool sort of lord of the rings opening establishing shot that i quite liked um, mm. But further than that, I actually really enjoyed the opening fight against the witch, including the bit where somebody's armor gets all crumpled, like with them inside of it, which is always a cool yep. effect. And the flaming sword stuff looked really good. I love mm. the flaming sword. I thought it looked great throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and whenever someone gets cut with it, it creates a flaming line in them. Like, yeah, that yeah. was good, good flaming sword action. Now, was this... Um... It didn't look to me like it was CGI. It looked like they'd actually set a sword on fire. Yeah, but well. I've got a bit of a tin eye for this. I, I think it probably was. Yeah. Great. They do it in Game of Thrones all the time with, you know, Beric's one. It's, yeah. it's You just run like a gas thing up the sleeve. So, mm. yeah, I think I think it was real. Nice. Gas man. Yeah, I'm I'm quite partial to to all the lore that happens around the film. I think mm. it gets away in a little bit, but uh, like it all felt um, like lived in, in terms of like all of these characters doing things for quite reasonable justification yeah like yeah oh you know there's this council and this other group of people want to have these and warlocks are, are well known to to the internal workings of these witch hunters and they've yeah. got levels and and you know their their, their threats or rankings and mm. and um i don't know it just felt very justified the 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 spell thingy at the start was like oh okay this is a, a thing that's known and, and yeah. has certain qualities and it all just felt like a D&D game that mm. someone had was like, okay, and this is how the law all works. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. if you asked the writer, yeah. how does this work? He would have been like this and <laughs> had like a very <laughs> clear answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there was a moment early on where they're going to kill the witch and the, the person there with the Stanley Tucci of this situation says something like, um, there's been a horrible plague. I know you've all lost people, but if we kill this witch, everything's going to be fine. I remember thinking, oh, okay. Is this going to be like prejudice, you know, kind of, you know, mm. playing on mm. our fears and making us do something that we don't want to do just in order to, you know, just because it's the easy solution. You know, I was thinking about it. I was in the situation. and thinking about yeah. it as a moral dilemma. What would I do if I were here? You know, what proof is Something you that would happen in a real world. Yeah, and that was interesting. Mm. Nice. I really like the axe. <laughs> oh, the axe. Uh, oh. It's actually still still with the, the fight scene with the witch. Um, oh, wow. This, 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 I keep wanting to say Viking, whoever it is, they throw, throws the axe. And it sort of gets embedded in a bit of bark behind him. And he goes to yeah. grab it again and spikes come out of it. And it was just a really good witch's trick. Like, it's the witch's reality. <laughs> and you can yeah. only fight back as much as the witch is going to allow it. And mm. just another really cool detail that, again, yeah, feels like it's part of a well-established world with order. And 
and mm. and uh, a natural order or unnatural. Oh Ooh. no! Spooky. See, yeah. I yeah. loved seeing Elijah Wood in this. It goes without saying, but you served with great distinction. If I may, when I meet Calder tomorrow, I should play it cool, right? No coffee until after the ritual. I don't feel like I get to see Elijah Wood often, but mm. when I do, it mm. always just makes me happy. I'm just happy to see Elijah oh. Wood. And I was happy that they didn't follow the same sort of stereotypical dynamic between the two characters. So I was quite a glad that... cracking yeah servant. you know he was yeah. going to be a mm. he was it was going to be a q and bond situation you know which is fun yeah. i really like that dynamic in skyfall fun. but you know mm. i've seen it and i was just worried that that was going to be that so it was nice that mm. you know at least that it was yeah that. and i just like elijah wood i find him a bit charming i like elijah wood yeah mm. yeah We're all doing it for elijah uh chris um i quite liked uh the the uh, react her reaction I can't remember fucking name um, when her bar gets uh, burnt down mm. yeah. I was like yeah you're really pissed off <laughs> about this bar. this this seems like a solid financial investment that you've made and you're quite <laughs> angry about that that I very reasonable to be upset like this yeah, as yeah. you are it's like okay yeah sorry about that you've you've poured a lot of hard earned <laughs> like I don't know her 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 reaction in that felt really genuine and very um. Uh, how fucking dare you come into my home and wreck my shit? Um, yeah, and I did feel bad for her and going, yeah, the hero needs to chill the fuck out, maybe. And yeah, <laughs> quite sure. enjoyed that. Nice, excellent. Uh, Paul, I really did like the the sort of hallucinogenic butterflies and insects that were being woven into these pastries for people. Um, and when I think they go, uh, Diesel and Wood go into the back room and the the guy tries to escape and he clicks his fingers and it just becomes like a maze of swirling butterflies. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, again, just really well realized. <laughs> yeah. Um, just really liked the space that they were putting me in um, <laughs> by that one action. Just, yeah. Yeah. It just almost takes me by surprise that it comes out of a film like this, but it's, it does it consistently. Cool. Good stuff. Um, when the Iceland man, goes yep. into a hole and Diesel tries to reach after him and there's a shot of him reaching into the hole trying to grab a hold of this guy. Oh, uh, yeah. And mm. his facial expression is doing stuff. He's, what? like, moving around. He looks frustrated, you know, like, ah, give me it, you fucker. You know, like, he, <laughs> fucking, he, he's doing yeah. stuff and I could relate to him as a person and a human being. And that was, yeah, unusual Great. enough for me to write it down. <laughs> Golly, gee willikers. I, I can't gee imagine willikers. that. I must have... <laughs> Uh, I must have like blanked it out as if like uh, it was too an beautiful. impossibility. Yeah. 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 No, no, clearly tripping balls right now. That's right. <laughs> must be all those shrooms. <laughs> oh, if only this movie would be a ride on those. Um, uh, I really like how um, at the end he uh, yeah that's an idea. Uh, how at the end he um, he summon he he uses the witch's stones from the beginning. Yeah. He um, he uses yeah. them at the end. They pay and off. I was like, oh. Look at that! That's oh. some internal consistency. That's like a that's a story trick that you might do. Bookend. Hang on yeah, a minute. This that? is a movie. That's a good. Yeah, and and I liked it. I liked how um, what we saw at the beginning. Yeah, it's just it's just you know it's good. I like that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. See if I can. That's a movie. Cool. Get us. Um, well, as an aside, uh, Woody from Eng- This Is England is called Joe Gilgan, and I think it's just worth naming him. And also, yeah. I think, is it Les- Rose Leslie as um, Egret? Oh, just yeah, yeah. Rose off the top, Leslie. Off the top of my mm. head. People yes. have names. 
People have Kids names as well as characters <laughs> they're more known as than their names. <laughs> exactly. Um, Prove I, us I wrong, really... Rose Leslie. I've been trying to work a you-know-nothing joke into this episode, and it's just completely <laughs> oh, shit. undoable. You it literally just... know nothing, Vin Diesel. Yeah. I, know. I know nothing about these people's names. Yeah. <laughs> it's anything. nice that she's using her actual posh accent in this. How much do you charge? Well, that depends on what you're buying. A memory. $500. Deal. Did I just say 100? I. No, you know what? I actually meant 5,000. Five th- is that what you meant? I did. I meant 5,000. Sold. 50,000. Yeah, to her, her Scottish accent. Mm. <laughs> her what? She's Scottish. and But that's her accent. It's her accent, but she's Scottish. Oh, she an interview. A, a good school. Oh, okay. So she's... Yeah. yeah. I see. <laughs> a natural, she's a, she's an better than Scottish accent. Yeah, because <laughs> she she, this is her her actual real-life accent yeah, she yeah. uses in the film. And it's um it's a bit of a potion compared yeah. to her game, of, her game of Thrones. <laughs> it's a bit of a poshy. <laughs> um, which is actually something different. I do really like Vin Diesel opening the coffin, looking down at Michael Caine with a "Hey, kid." Hey, kid. Yeah, this is a cool detail. Good. It's just mm. that tickled me and made me go, "Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff." Hexen yeah. Bane, his Whoa. sword. Um, look good. It's a good-looking sword. I'm quite particular Cheer. about my sword design. Um, mm. For example, there are very few swords and weapons in Game of Thrones. I actually like the design of. Too ornate really? in a lot. Too ornate. They look like the crown jewels. Often, you know those two yeah. swords that ice gets turned into. They're just yeah. widow's whale and um, uh, oathkeeper. They're just mm. too much going on in the hilt. I like a simpler yeah. design sword, and Hexenbane definitely did it for me. Yeah, cool. Where's the pointy yeah. bit? Sticking <laughs> with that. Sticking with the pointy bit. I'm not sticking with the handle. Ah, don't do that. <laughs> I uh, I really enjoyed the um. I really enjoyed one of his lines, which is uh such a baller uh, Vin Diesel line you know what I'm afraid of nothing <laughs> I was like yeah alright let's steer in- <laughs> Let's steer into this you're a fucking immortal sword wielding monster killer good alright do that say those things that is absolutely how I'd, I'd make a D&D character though he's yeah. maxed out in everything um, <laughs> he wins all, all, yeah. all of the fights yeah <laughs> see that's the thing is some people always make their D&D character to be as cool as possible I usually try and aim for funny and that usually works out pretty well. I so aim if- to make them cool and then realize that all I can do is funny. <laughs> and that's, that's the journey I go on. And that's the joke, is that? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's also it's, life. It's, again, it's a Watchman comedian star joke. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Paul? The, the, the fight with Olafsson, um, Iceland the Man. Oh, yeah. Is breaking his hands, get out the cuffs, look kind of cool. But also, he goes to swing oh, yeah. at Iceland the Man. <laughs> and. As he does this, um, Iceland the Man utters an incantation that puts a little glass barrier between them. Yes. And uh, just, uh, it's, he's doing this as he's going to punch him, and then Vidi sort of thunks and cracks it. And mm. it's just a ve- real cool sequence of events in this few seconds. Um, <laughs> again, just shows a sort of sophistication and, and, and better understanding of, mm. of like choreography, I guess. Yeah, mm. I'd say so. All right, well, look, I'm going to say my last few, which are quotes. And then okay. I'll hand it over to you guys to empty out whatever you got left in those old mm-hmm. right. balls you got. So, first quote is a Vin Diesel quote. I've seen people get old, retire, and die. Rarely on the same day. I quite like that. Mm-hmm. That was good. Nice. That was clever. To 
it's not illegal to sell mind-altering bugs. Fucking great. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> probably not, you know. Probably not. I mean, prove no. it. Um, go on. What's his go name? On. Oh, Eli- Elijah Wood says um, after he says he'll get a taxi. What's that for? A cab. You're not qualified for what happens next. Oh, right. I'll get a receipt. <laughs> yeah, mm, that's Which is fun. great. That's really cute. Um, oh, um, yeah. So my favorite quote of the movie, my absolute, really stood out to me. It's just a wonderful moment. Is the the swarm of insects are escaping from this cathedral, um, and Michael Caine is revealed to be in a hotel overlooking this, and just says, yeah. "Look at you, you ugly bitch of a morning." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, I remember that moment as well. That's a great moment. That's great. That's really yeah. good. I just imagine that Michael Caine says that every morning. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time he looks in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. He's looking out the window at, at children playing <laughs> in, in, the, in the grass. I shouldn't have moved next to a school. That was my mistake. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, okay, uh, Chris, do you have any left? Yeah, I got one more. Um, okay. Just the, I really, really, really enjoy the idea of the witches being um, simultaneously like beautiful and gross and, and also playing with beauty and more like that idea of um, it's, I know it's a fucking trope and it, I, the quote from uh, the the reviewer at the beginning um, I made fun mm. of, but it is actually nice to see the, that idea of witches and that idea of Fae as a, as a um, classical kind of gothic. European mm. gothic kind of thing. I, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and I quite, I quite, I think it's uh, quite cool. Cool. Uh, a few, the dream visuals at the end um, when they're going back and, you know, the surrounds are shaking while the characters themselves are in focus. It was cool. And, you know, it feels like it's just the effect that you could do when you flip a switch, but I yeah. liked it. Um, I like the visual of all the darkness streaking out from the city, um, um, which is only slightly worse than children being happy in front of the and uh, at the very end, the boofing of the heart behind the big ornate door. Um, before the Naughty Zero oh, yeah. cover of Paint It Black comes on. That was, um, <laughs> that was just a really good sort of telltale heart way of ending the, the movie. I thought yeah, movie. a bit of uh, storytelling there. Okay, great. Well, how about the OG... Team, 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 Hours Months. ago. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what that story was. Somewhere get... between three weeks and three hours ago. Like <laughs> <laughs> give or yeah, give or take three weeks. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, it, it, you know, it got some likes and retweets, but um, again, did people see the last Witch Hunter? There was it all one goddamn joke. <laughs> so we didn't have anything from the OG team. Is my answer to that. Oh shit. But uh, okay. But that that's okay because next week it'll be it'll be different because I'm gonna I might even might even tweet it on time I don't know I might not maybe 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 yeah maybe maybe take this whole whole thing seriously yeah let's do it maybe. all right well thanks OG team 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 all right what about the one better thing 
the one better thing. What about it? What are you gonna yeah. do about it? Something. Wait for the jingle again. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, who, who wants to go first? Um. Who has one? <laughs> I, well, yeah, I got. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Go. All right. As the tallest and uh, <laughs> jockiest member of <laughs> therefore is the, the room, mo- the, yeah. most the most alpha. muscular yeah. Paul in the room. Please go ahead. <laughs> Paul, you're actually far more muscular than I am. I can see your 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 muscles. Well, oh, it's because cool. it's, it's guys muscle and bone. Mm. It's getting pretty homoerotic up in here. So and, we'll stop uh, learning and and I'm tell uh, us tell the one better thing. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> mm. I'll tell you what's uh, the one better thing. Bow, so bow, my bow. <laughs> bow. My one better thing is a 1994 film mm. uh, where um, uh, a man gets resurrected from the dead and goes on a vengeance spree. Dark man. Mm, no, not Dark oh, Man. Shit. Uh, it it features an actor in his final film. Uh, oh. It is 1994, The Crow. Oh, of course. Mm. Uh, <laughs> for for mainly, um, obviously, um, it's uh, Brennan Lee's final film. Um, but this is a, a film that The Crow seems like a passion project, just like Last Witch Hunter. They're both gothic, uh, uh, American kind of films. Um, they all. You know, have your titular hero, an unkillable sure. kind of badass character. Mm. Um, yeah, um, his his resurrection is not just a, a positive; it is a little bit of a curse, and it's um, yeah, it's just a good film. Yeah, yeah, it is a good mm. film. It's a really good one, and the aesthetic is gorgeous in that film. And yeah, mm. Brandon Lee is an amazing performance. Okay, Gooders, cool. what have you got? What have you got? Well, uh, I tell you, I tell you what, Gooders is God is. Um, <laughs> Coming right at him. Get him, get him, get him, get him. Hoodlum, hoodlum, hoodlum. Adrenaline, go yeah, get him. Fuck. God, I'm fucking tired. Tell you what. <laughs> I, I know I've been, I've been, I've been, what, I've been keeping this facade pretty immaculate, but uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, <laughs> podcasting malarkey takes a, takes it out of you. It, it, it does, does actually. It's it, really, it really does. It does. I, it's I, like, I hate I, it personally. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are doing this by choice. We've we've been through this. Yeah. This is not. I dream of stacking shelves, and um, <laughs> this is just. This is just. I have to take I a break from that eventually. Dream of stacking <laughs> shelves. Dreamed a dream of, of knowing bargain, where the beans. Of bargain uh, bins and oh, <laughs> I can't keep it going. I'm pretty tired too. Uh, what's your one better thing? Warcraft 2016 movie. Oh, um, we talked about that. Yeah, I, I think we've talked about it, but I couldn't find it on the one better thing spreadsheet. So here we no, go. No, we haven't. Um, we haven't talked about it at all. I don't think. Consider oh, which really? is odd, considering we hmm. actually both liked it quite a bit. Yeah, it, it would have filled a one better thing slot many times over. Um, mm. But I'm doing it now. So back off. Back ah. off. 350 ah. million pounds a week on the NHS. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is this is Warcraft based on um, the the games, uh, the video games across across formats. The James mm. um, also also called Warcraft, um, as an orc horde invades the planet Azeroth using a magic portal. A few human heroes and dissenting orcs must ascend to stop the true evil behind this war. Is what I IMDb like, says. But I feel like you're actually me? reading the dictionary definition of Warcraft, not <laughs> Warcraft. even Wikipedia or IMDb, just the dictionary. Now. You know when you look up the word "the" in the dictionary, that's what comes up. Mm. <laughs> um, Warcraft. So yeah, it's 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 actually a very successful and competent um, video game adaptation, and it's it's like surprisingly so. I, I don't. I think um, you saw it initially. I 
definitely thought it was going to be shit. And uh, you went, no, it's not actually. And I went, oh, no. I'll believe that when I see it. And I did. And I did. Um, <laughs> I feel like I think-, wasn't, I think that might be Valerian. I think with World of Warcraft, what happened is, if I remember correctly, you, me, and Xavier gathered together and watched it all together for yeah. all of our first times. And ah, yeah, again, okay. we, we were not expecting to enjoy I can't imagine what led us to do that, but I'm sure that was the situation, was the three of us were watching it. I- I think I was I was going from something you said. Maybe it was just it's not as bad as I've. As I don't I've heard. think I saw it before bad, you. Maybe but, it was um, just what you'd what you'd heard, or uh, maybe. Because I don't. I just don't. I don't think I'd do anything without your. Okay. <laughs> um, it doesn't sound like me. But I just go for something. He wouldn't well, it, talk until you commanded him via Skype. Yeah. Was, uh, he was. I just He's positioned him around. <laughs> Put the the verbal coin in. But yeah, no, it's it's very competent. Travis Fimmel's in it, hot off the success of the early seasons of Vikings, I think. And um, <laughs> it's got everyone in it. Ben Foster, Dominic Cooper, Toby Kebble, Dr. Von Normal Name himself, um, Clancy <laughs> Brown, Ruth Negger, that's... from also from Preacher with uh, Chris Cooper. Hmm. Um, that's everything. Some other people. Yeah. I just remember, I really remember liking the way magic works in it. Like there's, yes. you know, spellcasters who actually use combat magic. And I just remember that looking great in a way that, Hasn't been done much in fancy films, weirdly. No, The Shaman was fantastic. Um, it was really mm. grisly and gruesome. Yeah. Um, and I think right. it just kept yeah. that hard edge that a lot of stuff like that doesn't in favour of being sort of mass marketable. Mm. Um, it kept a lot of what I what I really love about Warcraft, having never played it. And um, <laughs> I really sure appreciate the 12 hours of grinding that they included in the film. That's <laughs> 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 how you get into the cinema. <laughs> Got to get past a big wall of uh, fucking, I don't know, fucking iron or whatever. Yeah. Here's a fetch oh, quest. There you go. You, yeah, well, I was going to... Find you, these herbs. Oh, you want a ticket for uh, World of, for Warcraft? All right, you need to bring me 12 Nern Roots. I know Nern Roots are <laughs> fucking Elder Scrolls. I couldn't think of a Warcraft one. Bring me the, the hide of 12 gnolls. What? You want a ticket? Yeah, you want a ticket? Here's, here's an egg. Take this egg to a man. He's <laughs> 20 minutes down the road. Yonder. <laughs> He'll give you a ticket. Oh, no, it turns out he doesn't give you a ticket. He gives you another egg. You've got to give that <laughs> oh, back to another man. <laughs> gives you a second you, larger you... egg, and you take that. <laughs> take that. Cook it. Learn to cook it. There <laughs> there's you a go. Cooking, there's there's, there's a cooking ticket. master who will train you in cooking. He, he's on the third floor of this incredibly <laughs> labyrinthine capital city that's nearby. <laughs> and do you know what Mark Kermo did? <laughs> do you know what Mark Kermo did? He just ate the egg raw. <laughs> and that's, and that's, why, that's why he reviewed they it. respected it. This strong man needs that protein. <laughs> I know all about that with my alpha muscles. <laughs> oh, he's doing it again, Paul. Oh, flexing. He's flexing. Oh. He's flexing, Paul. I can hear the mic bouncing against the pecs. I better get on with my one better <laughs> thing. Um, my one better thing is Highlander one. Ooh. Because, yeah, it's a time-traveling kind of immortal warrior who has to fight a bunch of bad guys and there's some witchery kind of stuff going on, kind of, but... Yeah, I just really like it. It's a very camp, cheesy kind of movie that has some emotional moments that actually do resonate quite well. Um, with a baffling and yet highly entertaining performance from Christopher Lambert, and mm-hmm. a baffling but highly entertaining performance from uh, Sean Connery, and yes. a baffling but really fucking great performance from Clancy Brown. It's just, everything is really wonderful in that movie. It's a lot of fun. Tru- truly is. Mm. And with a Queen soundtrack as well, so yes. get that get that up you. Get it up here and listen to our Highlander 2 episode because uh, yeah, we talk too. about that a bit and we do some really funny jokes, don't we, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Chris agrees. He's flexing. 
<laughs> it's flexing in I, fle- I flex wherever I hear comedy, and so it's just been it's been all the way constant. through. This constant. He's just been ripping phone books in half. It's been a hell of a thing. That was the one better thing. The one better thing. Chris, how yeah. can people find out about all of your stuff? They can follow me on uh, Twitter at Bonding Chris or at mm. Babybeard Media. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. Uh, and uh, what do you call it? Podcast page on Spreaker, iTunes, uh, Spotify, all of those good places. We have a YouTube uh, where we did an interview with a, a, a man named uh, Mike Pondsmith. He mm. makes uh, role-playing games. So if you like yeah. role-playing games and you want to hear a man who made a role-playing game get interviewed, um, do the things I said before. That's it's a very interesting interview, actually. That. Yeah, I would agree. It's a really good interview. Mike Pondsmith is baffling well of knowledge and ideas and mm. it's, it's hypnotic to listen to it it was really cool to hear him say like oh yeah the reason why we made a cyberpunk game is because it was popular <laughs> we were chase, just chasing popularity and we, we wanted to do a good version of that and he was right and, and that was really kind of nice to hear yeah he's a human he's great yeah um nice. yeah and uh it's it's great to have you here chris um and especially as a uh, huge D slash uh tabletop and uh, LARPing oh, kind of guy. I do it all. I LARP. Yeah. I ran a 50-person LARP at one point in my life because I'm wow. a psycho. <laughs> stupid, stupid idiot that I am. Um, it was. I did want to slip it in. The other one better thing that I uh-huh. did was... Uh, the other film was... Uh, the, the game is Darkness Rising. Um, it's real good. It's also about D&D. Darkness Rising. It's Darkness Rising. It's really, really competently made satire of D&D players. So it's a good one. <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like okay. something for our Patreon pool. Yeah. Oh. Which we have. Which we um, have, and you can find out more about by doing what sort of thing, Paul? You can you can go online, um, plug in, get your mum to get off the phone to her to her friends, and <laughs> oh. and, and pl- they're not real. No, they're not real. Not like us. We're real. All of our hopes and dreams are real, and you should be funding that or not. But if you do, <laughs> um, you get a warm fuzzy feeling of helping us and supporting us doing the things we love to do. Um, like Ellen Graham, who uh, subscribed. I can never think of the right verb for, for patronizing us uh, last week. <laughs> for patronizing so us. Much. Yeah. yeah. Hey. For con- condescending to us by giving us money on a weekly, on a monthly basis. Um, <laughs> but you also get exclusive content. Paul Salt's Film Club has just kicked off, and uh, it's mm-hmm. fucking kicked off, mate. And uh, <laughs> very, very soon we'll be, uh, we'll be also kicking off uh, an already kicked off series, which is reviewing some of the big films of 2020. Yeah. Um, all the but other ones. than that, we're on Spotify now, which is great. We're also on all the other old shit that you listen to us on. And <laughs> you can get us on Facebook, Twitter, and Gmail at OGT Pod. So if you do that, then do it. Stop messing around. Ah, uh, Gmail. Dumbest thing, dumbest thing I'll say today. <laughs> I'm Paul Dumbest Thing. I'm Paul today. I'm Alpha Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh! He's back! <laughs> no, stop punching us. Stop and remember... One good thing about the last witch hunter is you should watch the last witch hunter. It's great.